From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Friday, March 19th. I'm Jeb Sharp. The former UN chief in Afghanistan confirms he was in talks with the Taliban. Of course I met Taliban leaders. And a reporter reflects on the youthfulness of the American soldiers in Afghanistan and Iraq. Dexter Filkin says he realized just how young one veteran was when he spoke to his mother. The mother said to me, his nightmares were so intense that I used to, I used to get into bed with him and hold him as he went through these nightmares. First, this news. BBC News with David Legg. With the clock ticking down towards a crucial congressional vote, President Obama has made a further strong bid for support for his health care reforms. The plan has become a defining issue of Mr Obama's presidency. It's expected to be put to the vote this weekend. From Washington, Paul Adams reports. With a vote on one of the most significant pieces of social legislation in decades, now as little as two days away, President Obama is campaigning hard. His speech to college students in suburban Washington was passionate, loud and frequently unscripted. We are going to do something historic this weekend, he told a cheering crowd. We're going to fix health care in America. But the outcome of this long, bitter debate is still not certain. With Republicans united in opposition, at least 28 Democrats in the House of Representatives say they'll also oppose the bill. Another 10 opponents out of around 30 who are currently undeclared, and the bill will not pass. Switzerland has halted deportation flights for failed asylum seekers pending an inquiry into the death of a Nigerian man at Zurich Airport. From Geneva, here's Imogen Folks. Swiss police say the Nigerian man whose claim for asylum had been rejected violently resisted deportation and was therefore shackled in order to put him onto the plane to Lagos. But the man who had reportedly been on hunger strike for several days in protest at his deportation became ill and died on the tarmac at Zurich airport. Amnesty International says the case demonstrates once again the need for independent observers at forced deportations, pointing out that this is the third such death in Switzerland in 10 years. Hollywood and Indian filmmakers have joined forces to tackle film piracy in India. Seven Indian film companies have linked up with the Motion Picture Association of America for the venture, which will work with cinemas to take stronger action against pirates copying new films with camcorders. Consumers in India are said to buy around 700 million illegal DVDs each year, costing the Indian film industry an estimated $1 billion in lost revenue. The International Middle East Quartet has called for Israel to freeze all settlement activity. After meeting in Moscow, the quartet condemned Israeli plans to build new homes in occupied East Jerusalem. The chief Palestinian negotiator, Sayyab Arakat, welcomed the statement but urged action. It's time for the quartet to move from the borders of the papers and the statements towards finding mechanisms of implementations and monitors on the ground. What we need to see is Israeli compliance. So far, we have seen Israeli defiance of the quartet's call. The Israeli Foreign Minister Avigdor Lieberman said it harmed the chances of peace. The U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton told the BBC she expected the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to deliver on his promise that he's committed to peace. World News from the BBC. 
A controversial law designed to increase patriotism in Slovakia has been vetoed by President Ivan Gašparovic. The law, drafted by a radical nationalist party, would have required all schools to display symbols of Slovak identity and for them to play the national anthem every week. The bill was originally introduced in response to a perceived growth in anti-Slovak rhetoric in Hungary. Hundreds of angry youths and schoolchildren have clashed with police in South Africa following the release on bail of a local hip-hop star who's been charged with murdering four teenagers. Security forces use water cannon to disperse the protesters. Some of the young people threatened to kill the singer Malemo Marohanya, better known as Jubjub. The Vatican is publishing its first public document on the sexual abuse of children by priests. Pope Benedict has written a pastoral letter to Roman Catholics in Ireland. The letter to be published on Saturday is expected...